Live from cities and towns throughout the Pacific Northwest, it's Portland Story Theater's On the Road series. May the narrative be with you. My mom was standing out in the yard. I'm just going to walk down here. I don't need to stay on the stage. I'm just... My mom was out in the yard, and she was wearing one of those crazy duster things. Do you know what those were? House coats? Did your mom have those too? Yeah, all the moms had them. Oh, maybe I'm causing static. Uh, all the moms had them. They even wore them to the grocery store, you know, and that sort of thing. It was like no big deal. She's standing out in the yard with her duster on, talking over the fence to Mrs. Laughlin, who also had her little duster on, when all of a sudden, this wasp comes along and goes up her little duster and bites her like four times. Now, my mother was allergic and she immediately went into an anaphylactic reaction and my father had to take to her emergency and she did not die, but my mother was no fan of the out of doors. Now, my dad, he was not really much of an outdoor kind of guy either. His idea of a good time was, you know, smoking his palm malls and having a highball and playing a game of canasta. And if you play canasta when you were kids, all right, that was like the big pastime at my house. One time, we did go to the beach, and my father fell asleep on the beach, and the bottoms of his feet got sunburned. It was, yeah, it was terrible, you know, because he had to wear wingtips to work. He was a sales rep. So needless to say, neither my mother nor my father were very much interested in nature and the out of doors. Now I, on the other hand, am a person who just lives to be outside. When I was a kid, we had this big cherry tree in the yard and I would climb up in that cherry tree and I'd hold on to those branches and the wind would blow and the petals would fall like pink snow and I never felt more alive than I was outdoors with my tree. I also just, all I wanted to do as a kid was go camping. So I was forever taking out those big, uh, heavy army blankets and clipping them on the clothesline with the clothespins and making these big, uh, tents that were so hot when you were inside. <laughs> but I was camping. When I was in high school, there was some group that took us, you know, underprivileged inner city kids, uh, camping to Fort Stevens. It was amazing. I mean, I never had such a great time in my life. But I, I didn't really know how to dress, and I didn't really know how to pitch a tent, and I didn't know how to make a campfire until I met my husband, who was like, you know, Mr. A11 Eagle Scout. You know, he's like Mr. Outdoors, and, which is great, because I learned all that stuff, and that was good. But he was always the one, you know, that was in charge of all that. Until I decided to take this science course at Merrillhurst University, from this amazing guy, Larry Hansen. He was one of those teachers that made you feel like you could be a scientist. He was so great. And I took this class called Ancient Peoples of the Pacific Northwest. And it was a field study class. So here we are, out on the Tillamook Spit. 
and I have to set up my own tent by myself. And I'm pretty nervous about it because I've never done that before. Hey, Gary, come on in. And uh, I've never done that before. And I don't want the people to know that I don't know what I'm doing. But uh, miraculously, I did figure out how to put up my own Eureka tent. And then um, I didn't really know how to cook. I still don't. But I definitely didn't know how to cook over the campfire. So I brought leftover Chinese. And, um, you know, a little lo mein. And it was so good. And I got to say, everyone on the trip with me was jealous. It was cold there. It was really cold. And we were at a campsite that had uh, flush toilets with sinks and electrical outlets. And I had brought my hair dryer. <laughs> and I plugged it in. And I heated myself up. <laughs> and then, uh, sadly, the hair dryer burnt out. <laughs> and, but I survived. I survived all of that. I just love being outdoors. I mean, it just makes me feel so much better, you know, so much more myself. Uh, have any of you ever read that, those Carlos Castaneda books? No? Oh, there's one hand, right. Oh, yes, another person from the 70s, right? Uh, <laughs> Anyway, they're pretty interesting books, and he talks about how some people in a meditative state are gazers, and I am an ocean gazer. And when I go to the ocean, I watch where the waves begin, and I can just be present in that moment and be totally at peace, and my mind quiets. It's an amazingly beautiful experience. But here's the real kicker, people. Here I am. I recognize that I am revitalized by nature. How many of you have that same sense? Let's see a show of hands. Very good. Yeah, that's why we're all here in the Pacific Northwest, right? Well, even though I'm in my 60s, I still have trouble giving myself permission to go outside, to be outdoors, to be one with nature, to commune. And you know, what is that? Is that my nature battling with the way I was nurtured? I don't know. But I do know that whatever happens, you can take the woman out of nature but you can never take the nature out of the woman.